Oh, I think it's become my favorite holiday of all time. I really think so. I love Thanksgiving. I really do. By the way, welcome to the Cool Dad Rules. Another episode. Thank you so much again for being here. I always try to take at least a, a couple of seconds at the beginning to thank you so much. The reviews have been great. Downloads have been great. I appreciate that very much. My name is Bill Adams, and thanks for sharing it along and, and liking the Cool Dad Rules Facebook page, too. And this is a really special time of the year, and I think it's the perfect opportunity to bring this up. And I've been looking for that opening and the occasion and the right person to talk to about this. With Thanksgiving, I, I think at least most of us anyway in the States take this time at, at some point in time during dinner or the day of their holiday or, or you know traveling plans to be grateful, be thankful for what we have, that are that these things that are awesome in our lives, right? But as parents, how do you follow that up? How do you, how do you actually make sure that that becomes something real so that you know, the other parts of the year Throughout just out of the holiday season, the 11 months, that actually means something. You can get these kids to be grateful for things. I think as a parent, that's where if I failed at all, that's really, I don't think I've hit that home enough. I find myself saying that all the time. Boy, I hope these kids are grateful for this. I hope they appreciate and have that attitude of gratitude because I know I didn't all the time. So you, you try to be a better parent than what you were as a kid and you try to express that. I think I found the perfect person to talk to about this. Anne Andrew uh, has a book called What They Don't Teach in Prenatal Class. She is a proactive parenting coach who has some ideas on just that. How do you take this? How do you take this occasion and, and kind of apply it to the rest of the year, the rest of their lives? And with that said, Anne, thanks so much for being here. And even though you're in Canada and I think you may be from the UK as a background, I'm going to wish you happy Thanksgiving too anyway, right? Thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I just hope you can still enjoy some of the goodies that Thanksgiving brings around. Turkey stuffing, all that stuff. I hope something. Absolutely. Pumpkin <laughs> pie. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't need a special occasion to have that kind of stuff, right? But it's true. It's, it's a special time of the year for a lot of people, and it, you don't really need a holiday. I'm just bringing it up because it's so timely. How do you take any occasion? And the first thing you would do, and like when you're, when you're coaching other parents and you're talking to people like me, how do you try to get kids to have that attitude of gratitude? How do, what's the first step in that? Well, I think the first step really is to be grateful yourself. Mm. Um, you can't really make someone be grateful, but what you can do is be a grateful example. So um, what I suggest with parents, and, and I actually believe that gratitude is, is probably the top um, way of helping your kids to grow up trouble-free mm. because gratitude feels so good and it, it just flips the switch from negative thinking to positive Boy, is, um, and is, it, it helps them come from a um well to develop that attitude of gratitude isn't which, that true though just to cut you off yeah. here for a second because I, I don't want to go by without kind of hammering that home you just made a brilliant point it really is though and something that took I, well i think we're all like that it took me a long time to learn that when you do want to snap out of a negative mood I, honestly, what you just said, the quickest way to get out of that is to start just focusing on the things you're really grateful for, the things that are awesome. That that really works. You're right. Yeah, it does. Uh, in fact, I have a, a young friend who has panic attacks, and, and if she calls me mid-panic attack, mm. I tell her just to find five things in her immediate environment to be grateful for, and it just immediately snaps her out of it. So it's a very powerful technique, and it's one that we really must teach our children. And the way to do that is by having an adult be the one who, you know, if you're sitting around, let's say, a Thanksgiving table mm -hmm. and um, you're inviting people to share their, what they're grateful for, um, then have an adult go first and be very specific. I think for me, the, the, the real key to a successful gratitude practice is to be specific. And when, when somebody, you know, starts the ball rolling with, with something, then 
you know, other people say, oh, yeah, I'm grateful for that, too. I guess, I guess it would make sense, too, to kind of apply that to and, and uh, gear it towards the age of whatever kid you're talking about. The leaf would be great for anybody, but I guess it would be a great thing to start off with a real a real youngster. And that teenage kid would be something probably more, maybe a little bit, it may sound kind of cynical, but it, but it may be something that makes them laugh or whatever it is. But do you gear the, uh, the item of gratitude towards the age? Uh, certainly can do, yes. And I, I think one of the things that that you can do if you sort of um, t- to get the juices, the grateful juices flowing, mm-hmm. is to have categories. So you can say, oh, you know, let's be great. Uh, we can um, be grateful for something that something kind that we saw someone doing today, or some someone did to us, or something right. kind we did for someone else. So you can focus on on something beautiful in nature something kind, something um, that I was able to do that I wasn't able to do before. You know? um, so kids, as they grow up, can be grateful that they were able to run and jump or they were able to huh. um, master another skill, something like that. My, I, didn't, I, I think it is very much the um, up to the parent to give the example right. of gratitude and, and to have a practice themselves. That seems to be that seems to be a common theme, and I think through all parenting advice, you have to live it first. You got to show it first. It, it's otherwise, I mean, it gets a little hypocritical if you're telling your kids to be grateful and you're grumbling around all the time. Exactly. <laughs> when I used to um, teach, I would ask children what they were grateful for, and they would tend to start with the sort of the big ones, like my my pet, my family, my health, the world. So you know, they'd start with those big sort of items that they I, that I think they wanted they thought I wanted to hear mm-hmm, right. um, but then if I demonstrated gratitude for something small you know the smell of cut grass or um, my warm cozy sweater then they got the idea so they can get the idea very quickly and and they did and and so after a while you know, our sort of rounds of gratitude would go on for a long time, you know, thinking about all the different smells of the flowers in the gardens mm. and just all kinds of things. And it, it just, um, children are born with a sense of wonder and they tend to lose it over time. And certainly we as parents have often lost our sense of wonder. And so right. gratitude is actually a great way of regaining that and of helping them to maintain their sort of innate sense of wonder. Would you say in general that people who are, you know, we would just kind of classify and characterize as happy, does that just mean people who are able to reach into that gratitude level a lot easier than others? I think so. And I think it's um, a bit of cause and effect. It, it, gratitude can is, is a way of countering the tendency for, towards yeah. depression. So it's a great tool for people who are depressed to keep a gratitude journal. And That's there's a quite idea. a lot of literature about how um, gratitude improves mood. It helps you live longer. It, uh, people who are grateful become more optimistic. You know, if, if you kind of make it a practice, um, less stressed. Mm. Um, it's better physical health as well. Boosts the immune system. So there's all kinds of reasons to practice gratitude. What have you found, you know, as as a proactive parenting coach and the people you, you deal with in person? And uh, actually online, too. What have you found as far as what parents are saying as far as when kids get a little bit older? I think a lot of youngsters are very, very grateful for the simple things in life. And you get more pessimistic, possibly, 
as a teenager, even though I'm generalizing there. What Do you find that that's often the case and that you just need to be reminded of what you were like when you were younger? Yeah, I, I think that um, teenagers may not really want to participate in a, in a family gratitude um, oh, yeah. practice. They, they may say that they're not, you know, or they, they may... Um, be a bit grumpy, but I think that when we when we've raised them with the notion that that gratitude is important for our health, actually, um, it feels so good that I think even teenagers do actually like to to be grateful. Um, and you know, a teenage girl or, or well, or boy could have a, a gratitude journal that they they you know use on their own. As, as a way, as actually a tool for getting through uh, teenage years, which is a challenge. So, so I think um, parents can, rather than forcing them, you know, to say something they're grateful for, just right. simply express their own gratitude that they have these teenagers in their lives and, and for things that they may do. So just, you know, keep keep in mind that that it's really that the parents can only really focus on their own gratitude. And, and hopefully that by example, the teens will will want to do want, want to be grateful on their own. That's a great point too, and I think that goes back to this this theme we keep coming back to again and again today. And you got to be the example. You have to do it. And maybe and you're right. I, I always find that with with kids, and I have two teenage daughters. It'll be like okay, if we have a set time and a, and a set thing that we're going to be grateful for, that'll scare them off. It would scare anybody off because it sounds contrived and goofy, right? But if you just start to do it naturally, exactly, it becomes and, and it think, becomes a habit. Yeah, and, and certainly with teenage daughters, I, w- I would, I would, um, you know, give them a, a gift of a beautiful journal, and I'd say, you know what, I've, I've learned how how great I feel when I write in, uh, you know, a gratitude journal every night, and it actually helps me sleep. You can actually talk about what you're doing mm-hmm. rather than this is what you should do. But hey, I found this lovely journal. Wondered if you'd maybe like to do that. And with the question that I think we, we asked at the beginning in the intro, getting into the segment with you, and I think that's the answer. I think it's just becoming the grateful person first, and kids most likely, eventually, no matter how long that takes, are going to follow along. I think that's, uh, I think you found the answer. I love it. It's Anne Andrew, and that's Anne with an E, dot com, and pick up the book, too. It's What They Don't Teach You in Prenatal Class. Thank you so much for the time, and again, happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you very much for inviting me onto your program, and happy Thanksgiving to all of your listeners as well. I'm grateful you found the cool dad rules again and just thankful you're an awesome parent because you are you know that by now thanks as always too for reaching out on the cool dad rules facebook page getting a lot of good ideas on topics you want to talk about and people you want to hear guests you want to hear on this podcast as well don't forget about that free wherever you get your podcast google or apple wherever you are i'm bill adams thanks for being here again we'll talk to you next time